Breathe podcast. I am so glad and I am happy to speak with you all once again. It's a privilege, like I always say, to have the opportunity to just talk, to just, you know, speak. Yeah, so we're going to be talking about a very interesting topic. So we are here again <laughs> to talk, to communicate, to vent and to breathe. So this particular topic, I'm sure it's quite common. You've probably heard about it. It is very common, but I know how important it is to talk about something over and over again so that it can be it can have a permanent stay in our subconscious so that we'll just, you know, do it without even knowing that we're doing anything. You know, many times we say that um let me say this is a very common ideology that if you want to do right just think about what jesus will do so we have this common saying what will jesus do (laughs) that's before you make any decision which is really good but at the same time god wants us to go beyond thinking about what jesus will do before you do it and he wants us to just do it and that is when it has become a nature and that can only be when we do certain things over and over again when we repeat certain things especially you know into our hearing over and over again and that is why we read the word we read the bible over and over again it is it is um no surprise if you are you know a born again child of god you've been a christian all your life in quotes that is if you were born into a christian family and by the age of 50 or 45 you finished the scriptures does that mean you should you know toss it aside like you do your normal novel no you have to go over it again and again and again because the word is beyond stories it's life it's life it's life and that is why we don't toss it aside once we once we have read through a particular story don't toss it aside whether we dissect it we eat it we meditate on it we repeat it to ourselves we confess it we ruminate on it it becomes a part of us becomes our nature so we won't have to think about what jesus will do before we do anything we just do it hallelujah (laughs) all right so we're going to be talking about matthew chapter 7 verse 24 to 26 that is what this particular podcast is going to be based off on matthew 7 24 to 26 and it's about the house on the rock and the house on the sand it's a very common story of how two houses you know faced the storms of life one was on the sand and the other on the rock in fact it wasn't the storms of life that jesus was talking about he just said they both you know faced their own storms and one fell and the other standing through the storm now this is a very very interesting and common passage and common parable i'd like us to just talk about it a little and we're going to bring out some basic points the number one point is that they both faced the storms of life which means whether you're a christian a non-believer a pagan atheist you're going to face your own storm you're going to face the storms of life and the storm is going to reveal to you the foundation that you have and that is why it is so important to make sure your foundation in christ is sure because we know that it is christ that is our anchor through the storm he's the one that is going to say peace be still he's the one that is going to you know hold our hands as we walk through the storm but we're going to face that storm because trials and tribulations will come 
but it is our foundation and how deep our foundation is in him that's who that's will take us through the storm and that the storms will test as well because in our generation in our day it's like once you are not seen or once you are not doing anything obviously noticeable you are not doing anything but people need to understand that there is a phase of foundation laying and that is the most important phase of a child of God and of an individual the foundation must be solidified it doesn't mean I'm saying you should lock yourself in a room and pray 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 and read the Bible for some God is even leading you to that just go on a retreat for weeks because he knows that you are not ready for anything substantial because if you go into anything substantial you're going to fall and your fall is going to be quite great and he's seeing that ahead of you and it would be better if you had not even revealed yourself in the first place but now that you know that you revealed yourself just go back into the secret place and work on yourself and there's just a way that god will reveal yourself to you when you're with him you'll start seeing your flaws you'll start seeing your your inabilities you start seeing the the the, the dross in your soul he'll just keep revealing things to you that oh my god are you saying i never knew i had this i never knew i had this much pride wow am i this lazy oh my god my character really needs to be worked upon that is what intimacy will do because when you're intimate with the lord when you're intimate with the holy spirit he places before you a mirror and you see yourself your faults will be revealed to you you know david said something david said search me lord in all my ways see if there is any wicked way so you see the sincerity in his fellowship with the lord he wasn't exactly he wasn't eager to he wasn't eager to be king despite the fact that he was told that he was going to be king at a very young age we believe it was the age of 13 that he was anointed we 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 believed that and if we were just to follow the examples laid before us in the bible many of us would go far Many of us would understand some things and would not make some silly mistakes. David was told he was going to be king at a very young age, but he wasn't king till he was 30-something. He wasn't king till he had dug deep in his foundation and God took him through so many processes. God, God made sure he was a shepherd of sheep. <laughs> he took care of men that were considered vagabonds, thieves, the crooks of the land. He took care of them. And he stayed in the cave Adullam, training them, dealing with himself, because I bet you, if anybody's going to test your character, your behavior, it's going to be people that have no regard for you. And that's why some people will say that um, you ask God, that God, I want to be patient. God, I want to be patient. And he gives you a roommate that will test your patience every step of the way. The roommates will test you, test you, and your patience will grow so thin. And you're like, God, I don't understand. What are you doing to me? I said I want to be patient. Why are you bringing this person that will test my patience? What is going on? And God is saying that person is the answer to your prayer. Because when you, when you, when you realize that you're able to live with her comfortably, without a strain on your emotions or your mood, when you're able to do that, then you know that you passed. And then you know that I have given you patience because my grace is sufficient for you. But you must learn this. God's not a God that would give you everything on the platter of gold he wants you to be strong because we call ourselves soldiers but so many of us are unwilling to go through the path of training 
So your foundation has to be deep. And the only way for that to happen is you spending time with him. It's easier said than done. But it is you sincerely staying in his presence and letting him pinpoint the things that you need to work on. Is you choosing to have a teachable heart and you learning, critically examining yourself. There are many scriptures in the Bible that talked about how we should critically examine ourselves and our hearts and our characters. In fact, for any work you want to pursue or any organization that you want to start, you have to make sure that your foundation is solidified. Foresee problems and solve them now. And don't just don't just um, watch as the star, or let me say your star is rising and then you're flowing with it and then you're choosing to be in everybody's face with the gifts that God has given you. Now I'm addressing gifted, my gifted brethren. If you know that you have a working to do with yourself, please, before you rise so far into the sky, it is imperative you shut yourself in and deal with the dross in your soul with God. So that you wouldn't be so high and then the devil will take advantage of that little fickle thing that is in you and will use that as a rope to pull you down to the ground. You know, the scripture talks about Jesus that the devil came, no, that Jesus said that the prince of this world came and he has found nothing of his in me. <laughs> it means the devil saw how far Jesus was rising. You know, when the Bible says that his fame spread far across the cities like he would go somewhere his fame will spread go somewhere his name will spread again like he was becoming so popular attracting followers he was known all over it was the perfect time for the devil to just make a shame of his gospel but the prince of the world came and found nothing in him to use against him so let it be that there'll be nothing in you that the devil can use. If, if it is any silly trait or character that you have, if it, is your, if it is your flimsical nature with the opposite sex, deal with it because it is so, it, it will be so easy to use against you. If it is how loose you are with money, deal with it. If it, is how, if it is how fickle your emotions are and how quick you are to anger, deal with it. Seek the face of God over it because your foundation must be solidified to pass through the storm. I'm not saying you should walk with fear. I'm not saying you should start seeing um, the hand of the devil that um, the devil wants to come and sift me. Just deal with yourself because the truth is we will all pass through the storm. We see tall buildings every day. I believe the tallest one should be the Burj Khalifa. It is so tall and glorious and glamorous and beautiful. It is. And I'm pretty sure that they must have done a lot of work with the foundation. Because at the end of the day, the foundation of your life, the foundation of your work, the foundation of your organization, the foundation of your ministry is what matters. It is so easy to decorate a building, but the foundation is what nobody sees. I don't know how much you pray. Let me see you when the storms come. And if you're standing still and you're standing strong, that will be enough proof to me that you've done your homework. Hallelujah. So this is just a reminder, a call for us back to the secret place and to solidify the foundation of our lives, of our work, of our ministry, of our organization. It is never too late to clean up. It is never too late to do what you need to do. Glory to God.
thank you so much for joining me father i thank you for this time of fellowship thank you for this reminder lord i pray that you make the hearts of the listeners receptive i pray that you just give us the grace to do what we need to do to solidify our foundation you've given us the grace to do that and you are so merciful that you are gracious enough to point out what we need to work on because you can see ahead and you can reveal it to us father help us to do our assignment help us to play our part help us to do what needs to be done jesus thank you father thank you lord in jesus name amen amen Thank you.